Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. Today, we are in day 13 of our Waiting Here for You, an Advent Journey of Hope um, devotional. And I hope that you're following along with us, your church family, um, in this devotional together. When I got ready to begin preparing for this podcast and looked at the content for today, I have to be honest that my heart just absolutely sunk. Um, Those of you who know me know that I recently buried my mother. As a matter of fact, it was a week ago today um, at the time of this recording. And so as I looked at the title and the content, I kind of just had this moment with the Lord where I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Um, Of of all the things that I could cover um, and talk about as it relates to Advent and then to have this day that's about... um, the valley of death and how even in the valley of death you are there. And so I'll be honest, my first response was kind of a, a renewed grief at the heartache that I'm already kind of walking through. But then I just had this such a strong sense that the Lord is is, is um, almost kind of gently laughing and, and is just so kind to me to say, Marilyn, of course, of course, I'm going to do this because you need this message. And so do others. And so um, I, I did and I do and, and you do as well. So I pray that we will both get what God um, has for us in these verses today, because this is this is what it is, right? This is our lives. This is the things that we face. This is how we get through this day-to-day um, journey that is our life, but then also that is this Advent season. And so um, there's two verses I'm going to read. The first is Psalm 23, 4a, and I'll read in the English Standard Version. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And then 1 Corinthians 15, 55, and 56 in the NIV says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In the devotional, if you're following along with us, the first paragraph there says, There is no place of waiting and wondering like the graveside. The final crushing blow of death is real. Yet even at the grave, God is near. In fact, especially at the grave, God is close to us and God understands. Again, you might see how this is hard um, to cover for me today, but it is a blessing and it is truth. And it's something that my heart clings to. And I pray that yours will as well. Yes, the death is crushing. It's crushing on this side of glory to see those that we love um, be taken from us. And, and But we have the hope as believers. We grieve, but not as those who do not have hope. We, we grieve as those who, who do have hope. And yet, even there, it is so um, breathtakingly difficult. And so um, it's true that this is so hard, that it's a crushing blow, and that it's very real. But what is also equally true is that God is near There is not a moment of my days, of my life, of my experience at any point, but especially recently, that he has not been there. And the same is true for you. And I know a lot of times we don't feel that. A lot of times it can seem like God is very distant. And, you know, I heard a sermon illustration once that I just want to share here because it's been very helpful to me in understanding this. And again, all analogies fall short in some way, but this is so so understand it's not a perfect analogy, but it is hopefully a helpful visual as well. 
If we think of our God as an all-consuming fire, which scripture said he is, and, and we see him in the burning bush, we see him represented that way um, in, in scripture. But if we can just imagine it a little um, less scary, let's let's think of like a, just a great big bonfire, okay, that's really warm and inviting on a cold um winter evening or, or fall evening, okay? So so if, if we think of God as that bonfire, the closer we get to that fire, the more we feel it. Is that true? Like if, if you've been out in a really cold night um, and around a bonfire, you know how like there's just one step can be a significant difference, right? You can step a step closer and almost be consumed, but you can just step one step back and now you're freezing. Does that make sense? And so when we think about our relationship with the Lord, it's us that moves. The bonfire is there, right? The bonfire is burning bright and we can either move closer to that to receive the warmth, to receive the comfort, or we can step back from that and and feel that drop in temperature, feel that distance, right? Or sometimes maybe it's not even us that moves and of course God doesn't move, but maybe things just come in between, We've allowed people and other relationships to step in between and to block that presence. We've, we've, maybe we've just built a wall in front of ourselves of stuff and of um, sin. You know, frankly, that's what separates us from the Lord. And so, um, it's 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 so easy in those moments where we feel distant and where we feel dark to feel like the Lord has moved, that God is not with us. And that's not true. He is always there. It's us who determines the degree to which we experience his presence. And so for me, that's a really comforting and and, um, convicting understanding that God is near and he is is not leaving us, but I've got to obviously make that move towards him. I've got to make sure that nothing is hindering my path in following him. A, a second analogy that I experienced once and, and I think is also helpful in this context is I used to fly really extensively for my um, corporate job and, and I was on you know, on the road a great deal of the time. And one of the things that always just fascinated me about air travel is that no matter what the temperature or conditions are on the ground, there comes a point when you break through the clouds, when you break through high enough that it's a beautiful sunny day, depending on the time of day, of course. And so it's so strange that you can be like in a thunderstorm having a really bad weather. Maybe it's snow, maybe it's ice, whatever. But eventually you break through that cloud bank and it's sunny. And that always just really moved me. And and again, it's a similar analogy to this fire. It's that God is always there. There may be circumstances, there may be events that cloud our ability to see him clearly or to experience him fully or to feel his warmth on our skin, so to speak. But he is there and it's just extraneous things. It's temporary things um, that can prevent us from seeing that. And so um, though both of those things the Lord just really laid on my heart today as it relates to this place of waiting and wondering. You know, it's it's not just at the graveside that we experience that, although that certainly brings it into a sharper focus. Um, but the Lord is so incredibly in touch with our grief. He completely and in ways that we can't comprehend understands the agony of death. 
And yet he is here. He is with us. And and as he is with us, he is with us as one who understands. Many of you who have walked through deep grief know that there's varying levels of support that, that are received and some are incredibly helpful and some are just not. And, and blessed people are trying, right? But it's the, the beautiful thing about our father is he never messes this up. He is always supporting us in the perfect, um, loving, kind way of a good, good father. And here's the thing. For those who have hope in Jesus, death does not have the final say. So no matter how crushing and shattering the experience may be, we do still have a hope. We have the hope that we will see him again as believers, that he will lead us through, and that his presence will be enough, as the text says. So I hope that that encourages you today. I don't know what you may be facing. Maybe you have recently been graveside as I have and felt that crushing blow of finality that on this side, our experience with that person has changed irreparably. But what we do know is that on the other side of glory, all things will be made new. All things will be redeemed. And that is our hope. And today, if you don't have that hope, I don't know how you're going to make it. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You won't make it. This life is too hard. It's too difficult without knowing our Savior. And so I plead with you, if you don't know him, if you don't have the confidence and assurance that he is with you, even in the valley of death, but even in the everyday, ordinary, mundane moments of your life, then please, friend, don't wait another day. I I encourage you to go to newvisionlife.com and look for our next steps information. You can call the next steps phone. You can text the next steps phone. You can reach out to our care ministry. You can reach out to me or one of our staff members. Um, Today, is the day of salvation. And and none of us knows when we may be graveside or six feet under. That's just the reality of this broken world in which we live. And um, what we can do, though, is continue to live with joy and with hope and with courage because we know that God has overwhelmed through his son Jesus, the grave. And I think that that's a beautiful phrase here in our text. It says, through Jesus, the grave is overwhelmed. You know what that means? Since the grave and death and sin is overwhelmed, I don't have to be. I may feel it, but I can choose to draw nearer to God and he will draw near to me and and to you as well. So I pray, friend, that wherever you find yourself today, that you will feel the immense loving kindness of our Father in his presence toward you, that you will see that he is there waiting for you. All you have to do is step in closer and open your heart and he will receive you, okay? So I pray that you will do that. I pray that you will reach out if you need to speak to someone, and I hope that you'll join us as we continue walking through this Advent journey of hope together. Be blessed.